live and local across the city and South Cambridgeshire. This is Alex Elbro. Cambridge 105 Radio. Well, I'm very pleased that my guest, Donna Ferguson, is here. Now, she's a freelance journalist writing for all sorts of papers, mainly The Guardian and The Observer. But she lives locally, so we have teamed up to do Cambridge Matters. And it's a sort of monthly look at things going on in, in both university stuff and in the town and try and see what things are being open for everybody. Good afternoon to you, Donna. Hi, yeah, how are you? I'm good, I'm good. And uh, lovely to see you after your summer holidays, which probably seem like a long time ago yes, now. Yes, they do, yeah. <laughs> Back into the swing of it. And autumn very much here now, isn't it? Exactly. <laughs> uh, so um, you've got a few things to talk about. Do you want to sort of mention what they are yes. then? So, well, the first thing I just thought I'd mention briefly is there's looks like an amazing exhibition at the Cambridge University Library of the Spitting Image Archive. So that's opening, I think, on Saturday um, and should be some really, if you're interested at all in Spitting Image or just, you know, love the show or or just maybe want to understand a little bit more about satire, I think that's a really good thing to go to. And then also Cambridge University Botanic Gardens, they're having Apple Day. I think it's in four weeks on a Sunday. 24th of October and basically it's an amazing oh, so that's half term isn't it which yes. is brilliant for if you're looking for things to exactly. do exactly yeah. and it's just fantastic you just go there and there's so many different apple varieties and I remember one year I went and just bought so many apples and they lasted me like a, a month and I just they were so delicious yes I remember I can remember the same and you think they're all varieties I've never heard of as well yeah. aren't they you do need to book for that because it gets very busy, doesn't it? And it get does. there early up would be my tip yeah, as well. Yeah, it can be quite a big queues. Yeah. So yeah, so those two are great um, things that, you know, the university is doing for the town, which I thought it'd be important to mention kind of the positive side of it because the other thing that I really want to talk about is not so positive. So um, Just before we start that yeah. one, though, for the university library one, do you know what the opening hours are on I that? I don't or? know, but I know it's opening on Saturday. Right. Um, and is it free? I think it might be free actually yeah. I would have thought it would be yeah because I think because we had someone on um recently who was talking about the Douglas Adams exhibition and that was all free oh yeah there. so yeah, does, as part of open Cambridge but um it's just yeah it says open yeah 9 9am 9 to 6.30pm oh, Monday to Friday 9am to 4.30 on Saturday so it's not open on Sunday like you say anyone of who remembers spitting image or, or like you say wants to know about yeah. satire and, and comedy and things it, it'd be politics very good right now we're going to talk about like you say the less happy (laughs) so um so basically um i went on this amazing tour called uncomfortable cambridge tour and the original tour so you know you get a lot of walking tours of cambridge where they talk about kind of the the history of the university and lots of famous sites and they're sort of aimed at tourists really quite nice to go on um but i feel like that tour now that those sort of classic tours this they're almost like reading marketing versus this tour which is the uncomfortable cambridge tour where you find out about um the side of the town that's kind of glossed over when people normally think of cambridge so the more uncomfortable aspects of the university of the town and its history because a lot of that just isn't acknowledged and these tours they launched last year there's four different tours the one i went on um it was sort of that did a bit of a like lots of different aspects of what's uncomfortable about cambridge and its history so it touched on you know the town and gown divide which has existed 
800 years, well, as long as a university, really, um, and how that created um, inequality and how inequality still exists today. Um, and, you know, that is still broadly divided often along those town and gown lines, although many academics are also struggling with the cost of living and with poor pay. Um, and then it also talks, touches on, you know, colonialisation, um, slavery, so the connections of Cambridge and Cambridge alumni to those um, movements. It talks about race and Cambridge and racism and it talks about gender, so famous women, how women have been treated traditionally at, in Cambridge, you know, the way I think a, a woman's effig an effigy of a woman was burned at some, one point um, in the early... 20th century can you believe it it's not even that long ago because they uh, refused to admit women um, students um, well, so they allowed women to to attend lectures but refused to allow them to graduate with a degree um, and give them their degree that they'd earned until 1948 I mean when you shocking. think that it's incredible I hadn't realized it was quite that late no. um, and they didn't admit even women in until Eight, 19th, yes. I think like 1870s um, they started yeah. perhaps. I mean, interesting you say about the things they gloss over. Not only do they gloss over, we just don't know anything about it. I mean, no. unless you hear this, how I didn't know any of this stuff. No. I, w I had a, went to a talk last week um, from uh, actually Susan Grossi, who had has just written a new book, Cambridge-based, and she was saying doing her research from the 1800s, uh, only like four of the academics were allowed to marry you know like whatever their post was and no one else and there was no women but of course there was women in, in the town yeah but they the women could get arrested for being seen with the men and you're thinking all the you know the undergraduates so exactly it's I mean, gone on a long time exactly and you know they they talk about that you know there was only male there was sort of women only colleges and male only colleges but of course the male only colleges were not free of women because the women were doing the cleaning they were doing the cooking yeah. you know there were women in those colleges but they they were just unseen invisible women um and so this is kind of trying to right that wrong um so these other there's there's three there's four to tours in total and um, there's one that i really want to go on i haven't been on yet called the academics and empire tour and that one also just looks really interesting because what i hadn't realized um, i actually talked to one of the tour guides before coming on coming here today um and she was telling me that there's a lot of scientists who came from Cambridge, um, scientists and statisticians, statisticians um, who who contributed to the eugenics movement, and yeah, um, this idea that you could create uh, uh, this ideal race, as how they put it, and that then led to a lot of the thinking around the world in you know in in the empire that there was this white superior race and people like John Maynard Keynes um, you know apparently he co-founded the eugenics society um, and you know they 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 just they used these sort of pseudoscience to justify um, the the racist regimes and and that's not something you hear about no, not that Cambridge contributed to no I mean I can understand why people don't publicize it but equally it's important to know it and know that you know 
that's there are uh, flaws in all of this wonderful thing when the tourists come around and, and uh, you know this marvelous city now where uh, do people find out information about these talks and you said there's four which one was the one that you went on I went on the original co- uncomfortable tour so um, I think they run on Thursdays and Saturdays um, and you can also do like private group tours um, as well and it's all on the on their website and the cost is um, so normally it's 14 pounds but if you are a senior citizen or a student it's reduced to 12 pounds i think children go to six pounds and they say if you really can't afford to go on the tour but you want to go then they prepared to potentially reduce the rate because they want it to be accessible i think i think what's for me is it's not it's just it's not black and white history is not black and white and there's a lot of wonderful things about living in cambridge about having this university as part of our town but it's just it's so important to acknowledge the history that you know there's there's a legacy there isn't there there's there's two sides to this um and yeah it i think it's it's really good that they're doing this and they're kind of uncovering or like making known you're making us you aware that's it i think a, a lot of it is if you're aware then you have the facts i mean history is only ho- written by the person that writes it isn't it i mean this is why you know so much of the british empire we get taught all these sort of things whereas other countries are being taught complete different things i was always am- i was amazed when i went up to hull uh, for a, for a um when it was a cultural city you know city of culture rather and they said that the Scandinavians know more about the fishing trade and how things happened between mm-hmm. the two countries there than we've ever been taught and how important it was. But um, it's just because it's that for some reason we, we, we learn about different things, you know. Well, I think we learn, yeah, exactly what... Um what people want us to know and perhaps the more shameful parts of history are not always brought up um and you know it's important also that these tours also cover um like lgbtqi people at cambridge um and they look at some some of them look at disability they look at the people who've been erased and what the guide was saying to me and it's certainly that was my response as well, was that when you walk around Cambridge after having been on one of these tours, you see the town differently. And you see, like, who are these statues? That statue, that is of this person who did this. Like, that, the name Rustat Road, you know, Rustat was involved in slavery. Yeah, yeah. Mm. So, you know, it changes kind of how you see things and it just, it makes the whole town look different. Yeah, I, I totally agree. And but so, where do where do people find out about these tours? That's what I was going to ask. Oh well, yeah. That's so yeah, it's all just all on the website, and you can just book, and then and they've got different meeting places. So one of them, the one I went on, starts in front of King's College. Um, there's one that starts in Parker's Peace. Um, but they don't, you know. I think it's yeah, it's really worth going on as someone who lives in the town. Um, and you know perhaps also if you're involved with the university worth doing then as well yeah yeah they sound fascinating and yeah it's always it's always good to know about social history and how things happen because um again this talk i went to last week they were saying we think of cambridge as being kind of like an like here's London and here's Cambridge and they were very very different places in the 1800s or whatever because Cambridge was like a tiny little backwater and it was the just the university and then everything else around didn't really matter and I know um, when Anthony Carpen local historian's been in said the same thing you know that once you went past kind of Parker's Peace <laughs> everything else from there there wasn't proper roads or anything so it's mm. really good to know about these things 
I'm here with Donna Ferguson and we're looking at Cambridge Matters. And we just wanted to quickly recap on the things we've talked about today and uh, where you can find more information on them. Yes, the uncomfortable tours is at uncomfortablecambridge.com there's the original uncomfortable tour which is on thursdays and saturdays and then there's this one called the hidden histories tour which is all about sort of hidden figures from history and there's also the one that i really want to go on is about academics academics and empire tour so i'll keep an eye out for that i'm not quite sure when that one's next on it's really interesting how the colleges they are trying to look at this they you know they are carrying out you know inquiries into their connections with slavery they're trying to address it as much i think at least to some extent as much as they can so i think it's really good and it's really positive that this is all coming out Mm -hmm. yeah no i agree we all learn from each other. Yeah, keeping an open mind and, and seeing and learning and things that which I say we'd taken for granted or whatever yeah. might just challenge a few of those. How long is the tour? It's about 90 minutes, but it's a walking tour and I would say that it is like suitable for children and I think just don't go when it rains. <laughs> <laughs> if you book ahead though, that's a bit hard to judge that one, isn't yeah. it? <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I'd, I'd recommend definitely checking it out if you're at all interested in history. Lovely. That sounds brilliant. Thank you ever so much for that, Donna. That's Donna Ferguson and the Cambridge Matters, and we'll be coming back with some more activities to do next month. Cambridge 105 Radio.